Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome in to Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I hope all of you are having a fantastic Monday, wherever you may be across this great country or this great land. One week from today, alongside a Buck Sexton, I will just be about to finish off the first show in the 12 to 3 Eastern Rush Limbaugh time slot. We are going to have the biggest radio show launch of all time and that is one week from today. I am a little bit early today because we are going early on the Fox Bet Live show this week several different days so I wanted to go ahead and dive in with you guys knock this show out and be ready for you. We'll be at 4 o'clock Eastern 3 o'clock Central 2 o'clock Mountain and 1 o'clock Pacific on that TV show I want to reiterate for you again I hope that you guys are going to enjoy Buck Sexton and myself. Are we still live uh, as uh, I look over at the screen to my right? Are we still good? Is everything still good? You guys can text me and let me know if you can can still see me and everything is going smoothly. Uh, But uh, I wanted to let you know that that show is going to start in officially one week and I can't wait to be underway with that show which I think many of you are going to really, really enjoy. Uh, So, several different things that I want to dive into today but right off the top I want to hit this one. Did you guys see Jeffrey Tubin on CNN on Thursday? I don't know how many of you have read Jeffrey Tubin's books. I think he's a very talented writer. Been with The New Yorker I believe for 27 years since he started covering the OJ trial for them all the way back then. Uh, and he was fired because he was masturbating during a Zoom call and many of his co-workers saw that. Fired by the New Yorker suspended by CNN they brought him back on the air Thursday afternoon to discuss his behavior and they had a female host walk through everything that he had done. That was incredibly awkward television. CNN can make any decisions that they want to make but this was ironic to me because a little bit less than four years ago I went on CNN and said I supported the First Amendment and boobs and the network lost its mind and banned me from being able to appear on the network anymore. I'm probably going to write about this because I think it's such an interesting storyline. I wasn't being paid to go on CNN. I was just a guest. So someone explained to me how Jeffrey Tubin can be caught masturbating on a Zoom call by his coworkers, go on CNN in the middle of the day talk about that and be allowed to be paid as a CNN employee but I'm not allowed as a guest to go on CNN and say I believe in the First Amendment and boobs because that's unacceptable television. So wait a minute. One of your employees can be caught masturbating during work can go on television say that he's excited to be back after seven months because he's been working at some food banks 
that's okay. But me going on as a guest and saying I support the First Amendment in boobs totally unacceptable to CNN. Look, I don't believe in cancel culture. But what I do believe is consistency. If you are going to say what I said is completely unacceptable to appear as a guest on CNN how can you employ Jeffrey Tubin when he has been caught masturbating in front of co-workers? Again, I think Jeffrey Tubin is a very talented writer but that doesn't mean he deserves the right to be a CNN employee and it certainly should call into question anybody out there who said oh Clay Travis can't appear on CNN but Jeffrey Tubin can. What sense does that make from a logical perspective? There is none. And we talk a lot about privilege now in America today. White privilege and systemic racism and everything else. But we don't talk enough about Democrat privilege. The mainstream media gives passes to Democrats based on their politics. Brett Kavanaugh raked over the coals for an alleged high school misbehavior of which there's no actual evidence of. Joe Biden gets accused by Tara Reid one of his former employees of sexual harassment and nobody really covers it. It just vanishes. Jeffrey Tubin can go on CNN even though he's caught masturbating in front of co-workers nobody really cares. Kamala Harris can go down to Guatemala and Mexico and say almost the exact same thing as Donald Trump except arguably way less eloquently believe it or not and almost no one cares about it at all. Hunter Biden can drop an N-bomb in text message. Morgan Whalen, Morgan Wallen uh, uh, Kyle Larson Mimi Groves a 15-year-old girl who wants to be a University of Tennessee cheerleader they all get written about to the nth degree by the New York Times nothing at all happens to Hunter Biden. This isn't fair and equal treatment. This is if your politics are the right politics then you are allowed to get a pass by the mainstream media just like Jeffrey Tubin is because his politics are the right kind. My position to you is pretty straightforward. Your politics shouldn't matter. Your race shouldn't matter. Your religion shouldn't matter. Your ethnicity shouldn't matter. Your sexuality shouldn't matter. Everyone in America should be treated the same. If we are going to apply standards of cancel culture then it should be applied evenly across the board. It's not being applied evenly. And so to me what we really have is cancel culture isn't about speech at all. It's about power. And the ultimate privilege isn't white privilege and the ultimate racism isn't systemic in this country. If you are a Democrat you can get away with anything. That is the truth. College football playoff. Interesting article by John Wilner out of the Mercury News. San Jose Mercury News I believe. He did the math and he said he believes a 12-team college football playoff could be worth as much as $1.9 billion a year. Let me repeat that. 1.9 billion with a B dollars a year. Now I don't go full Biggie Smalls here but this is going to be interesting to think about in terms of the pay the players or don't pay the players perspective because right now the college football playoff is making around $450 million so a year. 
So we are talking about a massive signature seismic increase as we go to 12 teams and if you've been out to lunch and you haven't been paying attention or you've been on vacation or you don't know the expectation is that come June 22nd they are going to vote to expand the college football playoff potentially as soon as 2023 so two years uh, two seasons from now Uh, they are potentially going to expand the college football playoff to 12 teams four teams would get a bye those seeded one to four 5, 6, 7, and 8 would host home playoff games 5 against 12, 6 against 11, 7 against 10, and 8 against 9 on campus. The winners of those 5, 12, uh, 6, 11, 7, 10, and 8, 9 games would then advance to play the four teams that got a bye at a neutral site. Then you would have another neutral site semifinal which would be the final four and then you would have a title game. So effectively you're adding two rounds of full playoffs would start play roughly in mid-December and you would take the top six conference champions and then six at large. Top six conference champions and then six at large teams would be the way that this would break down. $1.9 billion though according to the San Jose Mercury News that is a pretty seismic story there in terms of what it could mean to college football and how you're going to allocate many of those dollars going forward. Now a lot of people don't understand this but under Title IX people are like pay the players, pay the players. Under Title IX at least as it's been implemented so far by the court systems you would have to pay all players the same amount. So let's say you decide hey a college football player gets $10,000 out of this overall $1.9 billion bucket. You'd also have to give $10,000 to a scholarship uh, soccer player for women and or a men's swimmer. Everybody would have to be treated equally under this protocol. I think that is going to be a massive lawsuit. But like Biggie said more money more problems. It's going to be interesting to see how all of this shakes down. $1.9 billion a massive dollar figure. I don't know how many of you are paying attention right now to what's going on in Atlanta but homicides in the city of Atlanta are up 58% so far in 2021 compared to 2020 when they also skyrocketed in 2021. I'm using Atlanta as a signature city here even though the homicide rate is skyrocketing all over the country. There are a lot of stories that I think the media should tell and the media should do a better job on. Homicides are up 58% in Atlanta. Why is that happening? Because we have demonized the police forces in this country and we are not allowing them to do their jobs. Whether or not you know this police are retiring in record numbers. The ability to get people to go into policing has never been harder. The ability to get high quality police officers is a seismic challenge right now and the overall murder rate in this country is skyrocketing. Everybody wants to talk about George Floyd. Nobody wants to talk about what happened as a result of all of these Black Lives Matter protests and the result is thousands of mostly minority deaths have occurred in this country which would have never occurred if we allowed police to do their job. Defunding the police is the single dumbest argument that has been made by any political party in the 21st century so far. It is so insanely dumb 
not only because it makes no logical sense but primarily because it directly leads to a higher rate of murder. When you pull the police back and don't allow them to protect the citizens of their cities, states, and communities what happens is bad guys, criminal elements move in and they run roughshod throughout all of these different communities. It is so bad in Atlanta right now that residents of Buckhead are talking about seceding from Fulton County and forming their own police force because they do not feel like they are being protected enough. It is not safe anywhere. I saw, I believe I'm correct in this, Lenox Mall. A police officer just got shot there yesterday or a security guard uh, and places that ordinarily in Atlanta were 100% safe crime is skyrocketing across the board. In fact, and I grabbed this data point this came from the New York Times by the way uh, throughout the first 18 weeks of the year homicides rose I apologize 57% rapes are up 55% aggravated assaults are up 36% and auto theft is up 31% that is just in Atlanta. The current mayor of Atlanta has chosen not to run for re-election this is a massive mess and it's happening in all of our communities all over the country. It is something that everybody needs to be paying attention to in a big way. All right. So this is I think something that has to be paid attention to. Uh, Let me take a break here before I continue with all the stories. I want to tell you you might have been noticing there's a flask on my desk here. You might have been noticing oh by the way that's a clever Indiana Jones style wallet that Clay Travis has there and I just used this bag on my trip to New York City over the weekend which I'll talk about in a moment. Uh, After spending last summer on the sidelines we're all ready to get back out there and make this year's lounge season an epic one. Bespoke Post is here to take your sand, sun, and surf game to the next level with a new lineup of must-have Box of Awesome collections for you guys. They only send guys the best stuff every month. You got a dad you got a brother you got a husband you're looking for something to give them sign them up for their box of awesome they will send you awesome activities awesome events awesome products right to your home. To get started all you have to do is go to boxofawesome.com your answers to their questions will help them pick the right box of awesome for you. New boxes coming every month across a ton of different categories free to sign up you can skip a month or cancel anytime each box only costs 45 bucks has over $70 worth of gear inside 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code CLAY that's C-L-A-Y at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com code CLAY C-L-A-Y for 20% off your first box. Uh, Jokovic did you guys watch the French Open yesterday? Got down uh, two sets came back to win the final three has now won 19 different majors including the Australian this year as well as the French. He could be going for what they're calling the Golden Grand Slam if he were to also win a gold medal in tennis. He's got certainly coming up now Wimbledon where he's historically been very dominant so is Roger Federer. We'll see how healthy Federer is and then the U.S. Open will close out the Grand Slam tennis cycle. If you look at right now Federer, Nadal and Jokovic the big three in tennis it looks like Jokovic is on track to be the greatest tennis player of all time 
before all is said and done. That is the trajectory he is on after winning uh, at the uh, at, at the French Open to complete the Grand Slam for a second time meaning he's won every tournament at least twice. Had an epic win over Nadal who usually is unbeatable on clay uh, and looks like he is going to be able to roll into Wimbledon potentially as the favorite to continue his season of dominance. So we talk about all the greatest that are currently playing right now or have played in recent history. Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time. I don't think there's any doubt. Uh, Strong argument Michael Phelps is the greatest swimmer of all time. Usain Bolt who recently retired the greatest sprinter of all time. Uh, I believe Jordan's better than LeBron but you can at least have that argument out there and Jokovic staking a claim that he could be better than Federer or Nadal and sliding into that overall argument as uh, the tennis year continues and he maintains his level of dominance. Let's talk about this for a moment. I think the most underrated sport most undercovered sports in all of America college baseball and women's college softball. I've been watching a lot of this. Uh, I've been watching a lot of the College World Series. I spent yesterday watching games. Congratulations to Tennessee. Uh, for advancing to the College World Series. Stanford, I believe, has advanced. Arizona has advanced. Uh, We've got uh, Texas who has now advanced as well. I'm sure I'm going to miss a couple of the schools out there. we got Virginia and Dallas Baptist playing today if I'm not mistaken to see who's going to be able to advance there. There are going to be eight teams that advance to Omaha. On Saturday, I went and watched Vanderbilt play against East Carolina really cool environment took my boys it was 180 degrees it felt like but Vanderbilt advanced so congrats to Tim Corbin and the Vanderbilt Commodores but I've been watching a lot of this I've also been watching a lot of the Women's College World Series also phenomenal for I mean I should say the Women's Softball I'm not sure if they call it the World Series whatever they do Women's College Softball it's phenomenal to watch as well both of these sports are wildly underrated. Congrats, by the way, to NC State for advancing also. But I want to give a shout out. I believe his full name is Kevin Copps. Uh, the pitcher, the closer for Arkansas who's going to win the Golden Spike Award was absolutely incredible in college baseball this year. He's a closer but he pitched basically the entirety of the game for the Arkansas Razorbacks in a much must-win game. And in the top of the ninth inning he gave up a home run to NC State. Copps did. Final pitch of his career at Arkansas the number one overall seed the Razorbacks eliminates them from competition. Devastating way for your college career to end. Baseball can be extremely cruel sometimes in the suddenness with which incidents such as those can happen during games. They cut to the crowd and you could see cops crying inside of the dugout. Later after the game was over cops came outside to Razorback Stadium and went around for over an hour and signed every kid's autograph request inside of Razorback Stadium. You want to talk about an incredible testament to Cops's character to probably have the most devastating moment of his college career and maybe his athletic career happen. You give up a home run in the top of the ninth inning. Your team loses by one run after you came out of the bullpen to start the entire game. You are bawling 
in the dugout as you come out of that game knowing that you might well never put on your college uniform again. And after your team is eliminated as the overall number one seed, you go around the entire Razorback Stadium signing for every kid that wants your autograph for over an hour. Do you know what kind of character that requires? Do you know what kind of mental toughness that requires? Do you know what kind of perspective that requires? To be a college kid, be hit in the face with the most devastating outcome that could happen in your athletic career and then be selfless enough that you are thinking about all the Razorback fan kids that are there in the stadium that you want to help feel a little bit better because they desperately wanted to win too. I just got to give a shout out. I don't know how much attention this will get from other people. But for Arkansas pitcher Kevin Copps to make the choice let me make sure I'm not messing up his first name because I'm not pretending to be a genius when it comes to uh, when it comes to uh, college uh, college baseball Kevin Copps for him to have the wherewithal the mental toughness the character tenacity and perspective to make that choice tells me a ton about him I think about it from the perspective of a dad right? I've got three boys. I love to see my kids win. I much prefer seeing my kids lose and still maintain their overall ability as humans. Because it's easy to win with grace. It's incredibly difficult if you are hyper-competitive to lose, to get back up off the mat and go again. And to me, what Kevin Copps did right after that difficult loss for the Arkansas Razorbacks is what all of us should hope that our sons or ourselves will do in the face of great disappointment. Get yourself back up, dust yourself off, and get right back into the fray. I don't know what Kevin Copps' future is going to be, but I would like to buy stock in it right now. Not based on how well he pitched, which was very well in that game Arkansas against NC State but based on the way that he responded to one of the most difficult losses that you could possibly have. Props to Kevin Copps in a big way for how he responded to an incredibly difficult situation. I gotta tell you guys much less serious. You know what feels good? Being in the right chair. Being comfortable. If you're like me and you work from home maybe you got a new home office maybe you're gonna be going back to your office and you need some more comfort I would suggest the best thing you could do is get the most comfortable chair out there and that my friends is the X chair. I've never had an office chair that feels better. I sit in this all day long. It has great heat uh, accompaniment massage technology. It helps me feel just as fresh at the end of my day as I did at the start of my day. The XHMT stands for Heat and Massage Therapy. It turns your office chair into the ultimate therapeutic massager. You can get four different massage modes fast warming heat technology and you can just warm up if that's what you want on a cold winter day. Continually adjust with your body. I am sitting in this chair right now and the X chair is on sale for $100 off right now. You can go to X chair clay 
That's the letter X chair and then my name xchairclay.com and you can call if you don't want to do that 1-844-4-X-CHAIR X-CHAIR has a 30-day guarantee of complete comfort. You can finance your purchase for as little as $30 a month. Go to xchairclay.com now and use the code XWHEELS for free X-Wheel blade casters. That's xchairclay.com Sometimes I feel old. I am 42 years old. I started writing on the internet when I was 25 years old. That means a solid 17 years nearly a generation you have been able to get online and read something that I have written. My kids are the future of the Travis name. They are 13, 10, and 6. And this weekend do you know all they could talk about in the world of sports? YouTube versus TikTok boxing matches. They are the future and I am here to tell you that these TikTok stars and these YouTube stars matter as much or more to them than actual athletic stars did to you and me when we were growing up. They all get on YouTube my kids do first thing in the morning and watch all the highlights. They have their favorite YouTube personalities and these guys are the television stars of their lives. They are the future Whether or not you think it makes sense whether or not you think it's ridiculous these YouTube TikTok boxing matches produce an absolute massive amount of interest. And you may think that it's a joke you may think that it's a sham you may think that it makes no sense at all but the amount of interest that is foisted upon these boxing matches and I think one of the interesting questions is is it good or bad going forward for boxing my general inclination is it's good and that's because they may not know the traditional boxers but if kids are interested in watching boxing they may get into it themselves and then that might lead to them being fans of full-fledged normal boxing. I think this is a potential seismic shift in the world of sports that is underway where celebrities who fight bring in a monster number of people to watch and I know a lot of people ripped Logan Paul against Floyd Mayweather but this is a different level of boxing than we have ever seen before and I think it's going to be wildly popular going forward. All right, I'm going to tell you about New York City. I was up there over the weekend but first I want to tell you one more thing here about my friends at Dr. Hank. Erectile dysfunction affects over half of all men but it doesn't have to make you feel like half of a man. Since 2017 my Dr. Hank has been making America hard again. My Dr. Hank helps you get low-cost ED meds and overcome the psychological and emotional barriers to getting ED treatment. They secure your prescription and then ship it to you discreetly every month from U.S. pharmacies all for as low as $2 per pill. So don't wait. Join the movement to make America hard again. Go to mydrhank.com clay and sign up today Tell Dr. Hank I sent you and he'll give you 50% off your first subscription order. That's mydrhank.com slash clay offer available only for a limited time. All right, uh, I went up to New York City over the weekend. Some of you may have seen me on Thursday on Greg Gutfeld's show. On Friday I was on Outnumbered. By the way, I will be on Fox News Primetime in addition to my television show on FS1. I will be on Fox News Primetime tonight at 7 Eastern. Uh, so I'd encourage you to check out there. I'll tweet out right before I'm going to be on if you're sitting around and you are watching Fox News. Uh, awesome time. 
great trip. Uh, my experiences in New York, first of all, the only place in the state of Tennessee where you are now required to have a mask is the airport. It's past time for airports to end the mask mandate. Makes zero sense. Everywhere else is wide open. If someone wants to wear a mask for their own safety or their own decision making, that's their right. But there is no logical rationale for why I should wear a mask nowhere else in the state of Tennessee or the state of Florida, by the way, which are the two places I've been to the most, except for when I am in the airport. Okay? And it's time for that mandate to end. It's effectively the last place where you need a mask. On top of that, not making any sense. Uh, To me, New York City is close to being back 100% open even if people don't want to acknowledge it. I walked all over the place Thursday and Friday in New York City. It was the first time I've been up there since before the pandemic. And Friday night in Times Square it was a big block party going on. There was no masks anywhere. Basically, if you are under the age of 50 nobody who was under the age of 50 was wearing a mask anywhere in New York City. They still have the ridiculous Kabuki Theater requirement that you have to put a mask on to walk into a restaurant and then as soon as you sit down at your table you can take it off. But other than that I really saw no mask requirement. They wanted me to have one in a hotel but nobody was wearing it in the hotel. We are so close to all masks being effectively piled up and burned. That is where I think we need to be. The mask mandate is over. COVID is over in this country. It is way past time to end the mask mandate in airports and on airplanes as well and let that ride off into the sunset. It's time for everyone to re-embrace our freedom. Makes no sense, no logical scientific sense at all. I appreciate all of you hanging out with me. I will be live on television in about 45 minutes on FS1 uh, at 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Central, 2 o'clock Mountain, 1 o'clock Pacific and then I will be on Fox News at 7 p.m. Eastern tonight. I believe Brian Kilmeade is hosting. Should be a lot of fun. In fact, let me make sure who is hosting that show tonight so that I don't screw that up. Um, And uh, I cannot wait Uh, to be able to knock that out as well. Yes, Brian Kilmeade hosting the show. My name is Clay Travis. DBAP, unless you need to SBAP. This has been Outkick the Show. Hanging out here with you, the crew at Outkick.